8.42 here at K-Fire, and it's Friday, which can only mean one thing. We talked to the guys from Guns and the 701. Yes, a podcast you can find on the iHeartRadio app. JD and Clay join us at this time every Friday. Good morning, guys. How we doing today? Good morning, Jesse. Everything's all good here. I talked to you guys about, you know, we kind of go through what are we going to talk about here today and... I joke with Todd about every single week. I, I love Fridays at this time because I just put my feet up and I sit back and I listen to your guys' conversation. And I'm a believer in, you know, if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, I mean, that just seems to work every week. I'll just kind of sit back here. You guys kind of next few minutes just kind of give us an in-depth look, look at what the podcast sounds like, which I think it works really well today. Clay, you're kind of saying there's just one big topic you want to cover, right? Yeah, I think we're just going to go right into uh, talking about the National Shooting Sports Foundation and uh, essentially the, the hit piece that was done. So we're just going to spread uh, freedom seeds just all over the airwaves today. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> I'm going to let Jamie uh, take the lead on this, though. Go ahead, Jamie. You bet. So everybody, you know, the leftists are always uh, barking about the big, bad NRA. Uh, you know, they got all this power. Uh, they love gun violence, and the NRA is a boogeyman when it comes to anything guns. And But according to this Guardian article that Clay is talking about here, um, there's there's something even worse now than the NRA, Clay. <laughs> even worse. Yeah. <clears throat> when what Clay said was the National Shooting Sports Foundation. And I'll give you a little <clears throat> little quote here from, uh, I, I'm going to mess this person's name up, and I don't know if it's a man or a woman or if they even know what they are. Adzi Volkhiwa, the director of federal affairs at Giffords, which is a Second Amendment uh, prohibition group uh, headed by Gabby Giffords and her her husband there, Mark, uh, from Arizona. And this person says, make no mistake, the NSSF is even more insidious than the NRA, Clay, more insidious. The National Shooting Sports Foundation hides behind its public identity as a simple trade association while aggressively working to undermine any and all attempts to slow the nation's devastating gun violence crisis. Well, what they're say, what this person's saying there, Clay, obviously, they're mad that the National Shooting Sports Foundation actually protects their Second Amendment civil rights by trying to stop um, unnecessary and ridiculous laws. They want to do absolutely nothing to stop uh, gun, gun violence. Well, absolutely, and and that's how these people operate. That is what the National Shooting Sports Foundation is supposed to do. It, just think of it as your union for gun makers um, and, and anybody involved in the industry. I mean, that's basically what they do like any other group that advocates for its membership. I mean, it's a membership-based organization by the industry to go out there and, you know, well, they do the SHOT Show, which we all know what the SHOT Show is. I mean, that's one of the biggest things that take place in Vegas every year. And uh, where yep. you get to go see all kinds of cool stuff, the newest, the latest, things like that. They also advocate, though, legislatively, and they always have. They just all of a sudden came on the radar. I suppose they've beat up on the NRA enough that it doesn't resonate anymore <laughs> with its five to six million members. So now they're going after a group that has eight to 10,000 members. And, I imagine that's what part of this is about. Um, they just decided they're going to go after the National Shooting Sports Foundation. I mean, and then the things they say, you know, the NSF, it burrows into every nook and cranny of the gun regulation, of, of gun regulation as it works to ensure the gun industry's financial interests and consistently and zealously 
represent. I mean, it's the wording they use. It's it's those catchphrases, those catchwords. Yeah. But they're supposed to advocate for the gun industry's financial well-being. That's their whole purpose. <laughs> I mean, they were founded in 1961, and so they haven't been around near as long as the NRA. Uh, that would have been right before the 1968 Gun Control Act. And, uh, you know, they, they haven't been as active, but they really have, you know what, they've been a shining star on the, on the lawsuit fronts. I mean, think about all yeah. the lawsuits that they've been doing, uh, between, well, 2022 and, well, ever since the Bruin decision in 2022. And they've been very, very successful, um, along with NRA and Gun Owners America. And that's what we need to see. We need to see these groups membership based, by the way, and not funded by rich, ideology and backgrounds of the anti-gun communities. These guys are your salt of the earth people that are members and they're doing their job and they're finally banding together, it seems like, and taking this on so many different fronts as we're going to have to do to win the battle. Well, this you're exactly right, Clayton, and, and this uh, person I was talking about right away from Gifford's um, Second Amendment Prohibition Group, one of the things here they're really mad about and butthurt over was that uh, the National Shooting Sports Foundation had these commercials out against, uh, uh, what's his name there from the ATF? Uh, David Chipman, remember when they were trying to get him as running the ATF? Running the ATF, yeah. ATF and, uh, <laughs> yeah, they had all these, and Chipman, I mean, the guy in there now isn't a whole lot better than Chipman, I guarantee they agree. Uh, Dettelbach, I think is his last name. But yeah, yeah. they're mad because Chipman was on, he was on, he was on Gifford's advisory board for 25 years and they're mad. He, the guy, the guy was against the Second Amendment gun. big time. Why would you want somebody who works in, in hand in hand with the with the gun industry to be to be running ATF when he's against it? That, that's ridiculous. Well, and that was you know they made a big stink about that too. That well, he served with the Giffords group, who is an anti-gun group as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> and that he served as an ATF agent. Well, I can tell you this right now, listening to that guy talk, you know, he, luckily he didn't become the ATF. Uh, Administrators, and like I said, I don't think we got a better one either right now. But he knew nothing either about firearms. I bet if you'd have put him on a stand, just like they did the guy, the current guy, he couldn't even explain simple things about firearms that anybody who's running the top agency that oversees NICS sees the ATF. I mean, think about that. The one person in charge that should have some knowledge of firearms should probably be the director of the ATF, and this guy had none. He just had an ideology to that guns bad, ARs bad, and we got to get rid of them all. I would say too, just going off of that a little bit. Um, I mean, this whole story could take us a half hour easy, but uh, <laughs> yeah. when, when, don't forget when Joe Biden got in there, the head of the ATF, I can't remember his name. He is a he was a black gentleman, and he went down to the shot show, and he was working. You know, working hand in hand with the with the gun industry, trying to get some good stuff figured out and how they could work together. And um, Gifford's organization and this Violence Policy Center and all these places, they got mad. So what does um, what does the Biden administration do? They fired the guy, and now they're trying to yeah. get somebody in here who hates who hates guns. It's ridiculous. You know, and, well, and if, if guess what, Clay, if if Donald Trump went in there and fired a black head of the ATF, guess what they say <laughs> he was? They say he was a damn. Oh, they called him a racist. But you got to remember. These guys are all about the ideology, and that's what regimes do. Uh, the Biden regime and crime family uh, extension, that's what they do. They have no, absolutely no regard for the Second Amendment people's rights. They don't want you working with the other side. They want to destroy it. They want to get rid of it, and they want to rule. 
And that's the difference. And that's why, you know, Trump had people in there who actually, they got it. They were constitutionally based. The, the new regime, nah, them guys, they have zero, zero interest in protecting our rights and working, you know, with Second Amendment groups or even the firearms industry. Yeah, they want to get rid of it. Rid of it. There were, yep. Yeah. And look, I just said this Violence Policy Center, um, a little thing here from them. Um, they're mad that the NSF is a singular focus on expanding markets for all types of <laughs> firearms, including, oh, no, assault weapons and short-barreled oh. rifles. Oh, no. The NRA's lobbying power. Yeah, that was Kristen Rand, who is a lawyer with the Violence Policy Center, like again, another Second Amendment prohibition group. And that Violence mm-hmm. Policy Center, I mean, if, if, if you're anywhere close to being right, they'll, they'll nail you down and, and blast you. You know, they, they think that's ridiculous. They're mad that they got Paul Clement, remember? He's a, he's a National Shooting Sports Foundation's uh, main attorney now. And I think yeah. it was Paul Clement, was he, he had something to do with the uh, the Heller case, too, right? Right, Clay? He did. Is that yeah. where his name comes up? Yep. He was involved with that, worked with NRA. I don't think he was actually a, a paid employee, but he definitely worked within that case. There were a lot of people that worked within that. That was a huge case. I mean, and we won it. Uh, what, 2008, I think it was? I don't even remember off the top of my head anymore. Well, we'll see if we can figure it out <clears throat> for Wednesday. Guns in the 701, guys. Hey, always get nice to hear from you every Friday about this time, 840, About that time we hear from you. And where and when can we find you at other times? Uh, of course, like you said, every Wednesday night, the live stream. That comes up uh, at 6 o'clock p.m. Mountain, 7 o'clock Central. Find it at www.gunsinthe701.com. Facebook, Commutube, and then it does upload to Rumble after that. And we do have a Twitter feed now as well uh, for that program. And, Jamie, why don't you go ahead and tell them where else you can find us. You bet. Every Monday at uh, 11.30 a.m. Mountain, 12.30 p.m. Central, we're on uh, kfyrplus.com with Jay Dillon, and it's in the crosshairs, and that goes till about 1 o'clock, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, about 30 minutes on there. And, of course, any show missed, nope. find it on the iHeartRadio app. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you very Thanks, much, Jesse, and have a great week. weekend. Yep, you too. Guns in the 701. We'll talk to them again this time next week. 8.40.